It's 11 minutes before the hour. You're listening to Raven Radio, KCAW, Sitka. Today is Wednesday, June 1st, 2022. I'm Brooke Schaefer, and this is Raven News. Sitka Salmon Derby officials were hoping to see some larger fish in this year's contest, and they may have gotten their wish. The top fish after three days of fishing came in at 40 pounds, 2 ounces, the largest king in the derby since 2016. KCAW's Robert Woolsey reports. The big king was landed by Savannah Plank. She was fishing with her husband and two boys near Middle Island on Sunday when the fish hit. Plank said the king did what salmon do. He probably peeled a bunch of lines three times and then kind of got him up to the boat. He never jumped or came out of the water, but he couldn't really tell how big he was until we got him in the net. Plank says her guess at the time was that the fish weighed around 30 pounds, but she'd never caught one more than 20 pounds or so in her four years fishing in the Sitka Derby and then growing up in Ketchikan before that. As it was their last pass of the day, they pulled their gear and headed into the weigh station. Despite the beautiful weather, fishing was not exactly red hot over the Memorial Day weekend. Winner or no, Plank was happy to see her family's efforts yield results. You know, I was just so excited to have a fish to enter, honestly. If we win, that's a total bonus, but I mean, of course I hope he holds out for a win. That would be nice, but it was, it's just fun doing it. We just love derby time. Plank says that this is the first time she's been on the derby leaderboard. Last year, she won a hidden weight prize, which netted $500. If this 40-pounder remains in the lead after next weekend's fishing, it will win her over $5,000 in prize money and a slew of other cash and prizes donated by Sitka businesses, including her own, the Sitka Bulk Goods Store. Currently in second place is Riley Bernhardt with a 33-pound, 5-ounce fish, which is just 3 ounces lighter than last year's winner. Bernhardt also leads an overall poundage landed after the first three days with 127 pounds, 9 ounces. If his success continues through next weekend, Bernhardt could collect $500 for first place in total poundage. Reporting in Sitka, I'm Robert Woolsey. You can see a list of the top 10 leaders in the 67th Annual Sitka Salmon Derby on our website, kcaw.org. And our apologies. Our reporter in that story misidentified Riley Bernhardt as a he when she is in fact a she. A new commuter air service has landed in Wrangell, offering a daily loop connecting the community to Sitka and Petersburg. KSTK's Sage Smiley watched the first plane touchdown and has this report. Gate 3 at the Wrangell Airport hasn't seen a lot of action in recent years, but that's going to change. Alaska Seaplanes kicked off its new route May 26th. It's a daily loop between Sitka, Petersburg, and Wrangell. Sitka and Petersburg already have service from the Juno-based airline, but Wrangell is the latest addition. To celebrate, the company opened the Wrangell office with a party, which included blue and yellow balloons, the company's colors, and local catering, with a cake in the shape of a Pilatus PC-12, one of the nine-seat planes that will fly the route. For some event attendees, like Seaplane's CFO Max Mertz, Wrangell isn't a new stop, personally. I've been here many, many times. It's been a few years since I've been uh, to Wrangell, but used to come here a lot for work, and... uh, um, so it's fun to it's fun to see us uh, starting to provide service, kind of connect Wrangell and Sitka, you know, in a way that it's not right now. So that's good. Pilot Jordan Allen, who flew the inaugural flight, hadn't been to Wrangell before, but he said the flight was a breeze. 
It was great. Great weather coming over here. A little bit more clouds than expected, but no problem at all. And uh, um, beautiful flight coming down here and looking forward to having the whole summer to come down here and look forward to it. Sitka Republican State Senator Bert Stedman was one of the passengers on the first Wrangell flight. It was really nice. Up and over Baranoff, you know, it was always pretty to get up over the mountains. Real smooth, water's real flat all the way here. And the air was, air was nice. It was a great flight. Stedman says he sees the new commuter service as an important connection for the Wrangell community. And this is going to be a great service, getting, getting to Sitkin back. East-West has been very difficult for years and years. And then we'll have more opportunity here in Wrangell to get in and out, so that'll be good. Alaska Seaplanes, which operates both float planes and wheeled planes, announced the new route last month. A lot of the work to set the route up involved making the tiny brown and cream trailer that serves as Alaska Seaplanes Wrangell office serviceable. Trisha Dawson, the director of outstations for Alaska Seaplanes, said the building sat dormant for a while. This has been a really fun adventure, getting this place up and running and resurrecting this building that used to be um, Customs was based out of here a few years ago. So here we are. First day, first flight. We're pretty excited about it. Dawson says Alaska Seaplanes hired local plumbers and contractors to help out. And did a little bit of a little bit of sprucing up to the place. It needed a little TLC, but but it was in pretty good shape other than that. Alaska Seaplanes has also hired two local office staff to assist with bookings, check in customers, and move freight. Seaplanes General Manager Carl Ramseth was another newcomer brought to Wrangell by Alaska Seaplanes, but came in on an earlier chartered flight. I think I was on flight 64 a couple times. I don't think I got off the plane, but, um, you know, I have not stepped on the ground like this before. So Ramseth said that connecting an ever-expanding number of Southeast communities has been a fundamental part of the company's business plan for years. Since 2014, Alaska Seaplanes has added routes crisscrossing Central and Southern Southeast. He said one piece of that expansion has been a partnership with the Southeast Alaska Regional Health Consortium, or SEARCH, which owns and operates clinics and hospitals around the region. It's nice to have that as a, a passenger base, and then we also have learned over time that a lot of other um, businesses and just personal travel, there's a need for a quicker connection. So It's not just medical staff, but patients who can benefit from a direct flight from Wrangell to Sitka, where Search is headquartered. Wrangell Chamber of Commerce Director Brittany Robbins says she has to travel multiple times a year for medical appointments. This would be super helpful to get going to one of the bigger islands where it's a lot less expensive to go on Alaska Airlines to get to the lower 48. So I am excited for that. My husband flew Alaska seaplanes from Juneau to Kluwak to do work for Search, so... He said it was really cool. As a part of the first flight celebration, Robbins brought ceremonial scissors for a ribbon-cutting ceremony. Someone walked by with a large golden pair. Those are from Juno's chamber. I can't wait to tell them I have bigger scissors than they do. <laughs> Senator Stedman, using the smaller golden pair of scissors, stood next to his cousin and Alaska Seaplanes owner Mike Stedman, behind a roll of royal blue ribbon. Yeah, it's a great day to be in Wrangell for the opening day of, of Seaplanes, east-west traffic. I'm proud to be here as your senator to help um, this glorious day and to make sure my cousin Mike does it properly when he cuts the ribbon. Thank you. Flights on the new Wrangell Alaska Seaplanes route are booking for about $340 one way. The Sitka Petersburg Wrangell Loop will take about two hours each afternoon, leaving Sitka around 1 p.m. and arriving back around 3 p.m. Find more information at flyalaskaseaplanes.com. In Wrangell, I'm Sage Smiley.
Only one of the 48 candidates in the special election primary for U.S. House is running a $1 million campaign so far. That's according to campaign finance reports filed Monday with the Federal Election Commission. Republican Nick Begich has raised $1.2 million, and about half of that is from his own pocket. If you look only at money raised from others, however, former Alaska Governor Sarah Palin is in first place, with more than $600,000 in contributions. Nonpartisan candidate Al Gross has raised more than half a million dollars. Republican Tara Sweeney has raised nearly a quarter million. The 48 candidates in the special election primary are running to serve the remainder of the late Congressman Don Young's term, which officially concludes in January 2023. The top four candidates will advance to a special general election on August 16th, which coincides with the regular election primary for all the other seats up for grab this fall in state and national government. So, in a nutshell, Alaskans are going to select an interim replacement for Don Young on the same day that they cast votes for their preferred candidate to take over his congressional seat for the next two years. This round of campaign finance reports provides the first glimpse at the fundraising power in the crowded race. The ballots in the special primary, which have been mailed to all registered voters in the state, should be dropped in the mail no later than June 11th. In Sitka, you can drop off your ballot at the special early and absentee voting location at Blatchley Middle School weekdays 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. through June 10th. In Cake, Angoon, Pelican, and Teneke, the location is the local city clerk's office. In Elfin Cove, the early and absentee voting location is Shearwater Pilot Boat Services. I'm Brooke Schaefer, and this has been Raven News. And now taking a look at the weather for today, Wednesday, June 1st, 2022. Today, mostly cloudy, areas of fog, highs in the mid-60s, southeast winds 10 to 15 miles per hour. Tonight, increasing clouds, lows around 50, west winds around 10 miles per hour, shifting to the northwest late. And looking forward to tomorrow, Thursday, warmer, mostly cloudy, highs 66 to 76, except in the lower 60s near Port Alexander. North winds around 10 miles per hour, shifting to the west in the afternoon. And now taking a look at our community calendar for some things happening in the listening region. LGBTQ2 plus artists of all ages are invited to share their visual and performance art at the second annual art show for Pride Month. If you have questions or would like to participate, email sitkaprideartshow at gmail.com. Sitka Public Library invites children of all ages to experience the epic life of Harriet Hammerhead, a great hammerhead shark through the Paley Foundation exhibit in the Multipurpose Room through August. For more information, contact Maite at 907-747-4022. You're tuned in to your community radio station, Raven Radio, KCAW, Sitka. Good morning. Good morning.